from the Summer Skate Studios. This is College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe now for all of the action from the best conference in college hockey. University of Georgia, building the foundations of something bigger. Go to UGAHockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it, both on and off the ice. Summer skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team at SummerSkates.com. Adrian College, championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom. For more information, go to AdrianBulldogs.com slash MHockeyD1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casino, coast to coast and beyond, wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 champions as they look to add that third championship banner to the rafters. The Spaghetti Shack. ASU alumni owned and operated at thespaghettishack.com. Oklahoma University. 20 years of the action you crave, only faster at ouhockey.net. The Caesars Sportsbook app, where every play earns you Caesars rewards towards dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at jessieraysbarbecue.com. College hockey coast-to-coast from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be joining us tonight on this Monday night. It is college hockey coast to coast. Scott Strandy with you tonight at the beautiful Harris, Kansas City property. My co-host, as always, joining me from that big, beautiful, palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, um, where life is getting back to normal for one Paul Hornstein now with the uh, the school load um, adjusted to, the sleep habits adjusted to. But you know what? The lifestyle of the rich and famous, that just never gets adjusted to. So, so Paul, how are you? Uh, let's see. Air Force, Alaska, <laughs> Anchorage, AIC, ASU, Army, Augustana. That's the top seven. Oh, um, nice. Bemidji, nice. Bentley, BC, <laughs> BU, Bow- well, Bowling Green, Brown, and Canisius. I think that rounds out the Super 16 to start the season. Nice. Way to go. Preseason poll right off the get-go. I just That's just that's the way I say it. Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. Just like, just like you always are, going right out on the limb and going to say, you know what? It is what it is. This is the Super 16 preseason poll yep. at its finest. Alphabetical yep. order. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> anyway, I'm glad. Oh, because, it, because you know, you have a poll and, 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 and how can you have one before the season? Nobody's played. How do you know? It's called the preseason poll. Um. Yeah, but that. The, you you don't know how good the, or bad the teams are. That's why, that's why you predict. Well, you I don't look, do predictions. You look at how they did last year. You look at what they brought in and what they lost. You look at their schedule. You take all those things. You throw them in my jumbled head, and out come 16 names that we think might be the best 16 teams to start the season. Well, I gave it to you. 
I know, and you were wrong. But anyway, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that tonight because we have part two no. of uh, NCHC Media Day with a bonus and Lindenwood. Last night, Paul, we talked to the uh, coaches. I had you uh, listen for the first time. You hadn't heard them before and right. uh, give your comments tonight. It's the uh, the players that they brought to represent their universities, whether it be a captain or, uh, you know, an upperclassman or whatever it is. Right. Uh, and then also Lindenwood gave us their captain. Captain, um, I just call him Yak, Aiden Yak. Because you know what? You, you, you keep coming up with these <laughs> nicknames. You're going to make me Yak. <laughs> Aiden okay. Yakumchuk is right. the, uh, wearing the C for the uh, – Lindenwood Lions this year, so I got uh, a few minutes with Aiden too the other night. So, Dude, are we starting with with you know uh, five minutes of a Maryville player because we started last <laughs> night? No. Well, I tried to get we could, Ber- no? I tried to get Coach Berman to come on and slap you up a little bit, but right, you know, I didn't want to start that feud right now. It's just way too. <sighs> early, but we'll, feud? We'll I don't start. know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're gonna start tonight with um, uh, the one that. Unfortunately, uh, the connection wasn't the greatest when we started. So my apologies to North Dakota and Reese Gaber for only getting about half of what he said before the connection got to where we needed it to be. So anyway, we'll start with Reese. I'll get your comments. Then we'll go on and we'll uh, go to Denver and talk with Sean Barons. Go right through the whole list. Then at the very end, if we've got time, Paul, we'll break down um, what happened in the CCHA preseason poll because I think that's some shockingly big news well it's good it, yeah well it's not the only shockingly big news out of the ccha today but yeah okay <laughs> and then and then if we get really bored and have some time left we can talk about the arizona coyotes in australia with the la kings no we're oh, not no, no we're not no okay. we're not okay so let's not mess around let's bring on the captain we do. of the north dakota fighting hawks reese gaber I would say there's there's never a bad time and uh, never never a bad day. Sorry, in Grand Forks, um, you know things might get tough. Um, might lose a couple games or practice was tough, but um, you know I think you just kind of stop and, and look around and realize you know where you are and um, how fortunate we are to have what we have. And um, yeah, obviously, like I said, we're, we're extremely fortunate to have that. And you know, just um, being mindful of, of what we have and what we're given is is pretty special. So I think that always keeps things fresh and enjoyable. Can you tell me a little bit about the North Dakota tradition and the alumni and how important it is to you and the success of the 2023-24 roster? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you talk to any guy that, that leaves our program and, um, you know, they either say, you know, they wish that uh, they could have stayed longer or um, they can't wait to get back um, to UND or whatever form that is. But, um, you know, that just goes to show how special the culture and the program is and in Grand Forks and what they've built and, you know, I'm just um, trying to do my best to keep that, um, you know, the way I found it. And, um, you know, obviously, like I said, it's very exciting. Writing a letter for this roster um, and all the guys that went before you, have you gotten any advice from anybody coming down the pike telling you what you need to do or not do? Yeah, definitely. I think I was able to learn from guys like Jordan Caliguchi and Mark Sendon. Um, you know, I was um, obviously pretty, pretty lucky to learn from guys like those, just the way they carry themselves. 
um, the standard they set and, and how they hold guys, including themselves, accountable. Um, and then obviously I've got to learn from guys, past captains like Colton Poolman, um, Gage Osmus. You know, I've had conversations with those guys, and um, you know what what better guys to learn from than than them? So um, yeah, it's pretty exciting to to have that opportunity, and I'm just you know I'm ready to kind of um, lead just the way they did. Final one for you. Talk about your own personal goals this year. I know national championship is first and foremost, but what do you want to see out of yourself? Is there areas that you want to get better at? Yeah, like you said, um, obviously getting another banner is, is first and foremost, and um, that's what I think about every day. But, you know, on a personal level, I just want to do everything I can to, to help the team, um, you know, be a good leader. I think um, looking back on last year, I, I know I have another level, um, so I'm excited to get to that level. And, you know, um, just prove to everyone, um, you know, what we can do as a team. And, um, you know, honestly, as long as I'm, I'm playing my game and, and doing my best, I think, uh, you know, that's that's kind of my biggest goal. Reese, appreciate your time. Good luck this season, okay? Thank you. All right, that's Reese Gaber, the captain of the 2023-24 North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Paul, uh, short but sweet. Um, Who? Kind of nice Who? to Who? Uh, to hear. What? <laughs> kind of nice to hear from the captain a little bit. We'll get a lot more from him this season as we add North Dakota to our I-29 corridor and uh, make it now a, a nice round number of 10 teams uh, in our coverage area with North Dakota, Augustana, and Omaha added. Um, your thoughts on what you heard from Reese Gaber? Was anything that surprised you at all except he said Grand Forks twice and you're wondering where the heck Grand Forks is. No, I know where it is. Somewhere where it gets very, very cold. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> um, no, I mean, listen, he understands, right? Um, uh, the history and the backstory is important. As you would expect him to understand, especially uh, going into year number four. Okay. Um, you know, you're talking about a guy that's played, you know, three full seasons already and is averaging about a point a game, which is pretty good to take that at any level. Okay. Um, Unless you're Connor Bedard, then you're shooting for two or three points a game. Well, he won't be getting two or three <laughs> points a game now. That's for sure. <laughs> He's getting two he or three. If, he had three in his first professional uh, game with the uh, the rookies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me next in in a couple of weeks if he's getting two or three points a game. Uh, let me know. Until then, okay. uh, what you know? I'll, you want me to send you an email or a text message? Uh, text message would be fine. I, okay. I just assume that you'll be hanging. <laughs> you know, he'll be hanging out with you in whatever penthouse you're in that night. <laughs> I'm on the third floor tonight. There is no such thing as a penthouse on the oh, third floor. Anyway, our, our friends at Harris are wonderful. But anyway, your thoughts on Reese Gaber. And, Paul, let me ask you this point uh, regarding Reese and the job that he has to do at North Dakota this year. Is it going to be harder or easier than other captains? Uh, I think it's when you have a team with a lot of veterans. Right? Um, you know, it's not. You know, it is not exactly uh, uh, a young. You know, I don't. You know, their team is is has got a bunch, a lot of experience. Uh, 
you know, uh, they, they might struggle a little bit on the back end with a, with a bunch of freshmen. But when you look at guys like Cameron Berg and Jason Blake and and Hunter Johannes and Jackson Coons. And, whoa, 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 whoa. Jason Blake is back? Did I say Jason? Yeah. Sorry, Jackson, whatever. Uh, Jake Schmaltz. Because if Jason of... Blake is back, even at his age, I- I'm taking him. Well, I'm sure he still skates pretty decently. He might. <laughs> let's put it this way. I'm sure he skates pretty good up and down the ice once. <laughs> short shifts, Jason. Short shifts. Um, you know, they, 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 they seemingly have the goaltending situation taken care of. One would uh, think, right? You would think, yeah. So, um, between the, the and even you know some of the guys on the back end, I, 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 I you know Logan Britt and 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 uh, Keith Pearson, uh, you know coming over from from uh, Michigan, a lot of experience, a lot of games played. Um, when you add them to Bennett Smolik uh, coming over from Minnesota State and Garrett Pike coming from Alaska. Uh, those four guys are going to get a lot of minutes to ease those freshman defensemen in. And this is a very veteran team. So, I, I mean, there's always a lot of pressure when you're the captain of that team. But I, I think that uh, uh, you're, you're sitting here and, and this is a very experienced team. Um uh, you know, maybe if they were, um, I don't know, about or, you know, almost or somewhere that, you know, their name starts with an A, maybe they would have made the preseason 16, but. Um, <laughs> okay, let me let me ask you this then. Um, let me play devil's advocate. Uh, yeah, I did it. I did it. Devil's advocate. Um, let, let's say that they get off to a rocky start not only because of who they're playing, but maybe trying to get everybody to fit in. And all of a sudden you've got guys that, as I mentioned earlier this year, that were superstars on their former team. And now they're coming in and having to fill roles because you know, this isn't David Carl's team USA. Okay. This is in December. Stop. Stop. I I will. I will answer your question. You don't have to go any further. Okay. The schedule gives them cover. Unless they go two and eight, or three and seven in those first 10 games, they go six and four or five and five with those first 10 games. No one's going to say, man, they stink. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking within the locker room. If, if they're um, losing games, if the, if the, if, if is the there players... going to be a point? Is there going to be a point, Paul, where a guy that's on the third line that used to be a first line says, Hey, Hey coach, I, I need more minutes here. I, I can make a difference. And you got the go-between as a captain. Does that make it harder? Uh, again, I'll I'll say to you that uh, if they're going into November, and no disrespect intended to these teams, but if they go one and three against Miami and Bemidji, then come talk to me. Until then, uh, I'm not no. Then Reese Gabriel's got no problems, is what you're saying. Yeah, until then, he's got no problems. Okay. So that's uh, from the University of North Dakota, the Fighting Hawks, the captain, Reese Gaber. Let's move mm-hmm. on. Let's go a little farther south to uh, Denver and the Pioneers. 
they sent uh, one junior forward, Sean Behrens, to visit with us. I haven't seen if he's got a letter yet, but I would assume if he made the trip to St. Paul, that usually means he is in the leadership group, probably wearing a C or an A. So anyway, Sean Behrens, uh, right now, here we go. All right, welcome back into NCHC Media Day. It's time to visit with the uh, top in the poll se- <laughs> top in the preseason rankings, Denver Pioneers. I've got the junior defenseman Sean Barron is with me. Sean, um, it's always nice to be number one anytime, whether it's preseason or not. But I know it's number ten that's on your mind, correct? Yeah, for sure. Um, at the end of the day, the preseason ranking is just a poll um we haven't proven anything um and at the end of the day it's working towards the 10th national championship it's it's our goal um as a team as a school um and that's that's the biggest thing for us this year how fast do the years go by because i remember seeing you as an incoming freshman now you're a junior um you're bigger you're stronger you're faster all of those things how fast has it gone for you has it flown by yeah it has um you know everyone says it um that that the time flies by um, when you're at school um, and you got to cherish the moments when you're there um, but you don't really realize it until until you're an upper class until you're a bit older um, so it, it's gone quick but it's it's gone really well um, and I've been really thankful to be here the last last three years you guys were poised last year to maybe get number 10 and get there and then things didn't really work out the way you wanted to is it more about parody in college hockey or can you put your finger on things that maybe didn't quite go the way you guys wanted them to go um you know i think you you can put your finger on things um but i think at the end of the day um a lot of a lot of what you have to look at is the good um you know we had another 31 season last year um we couldn't get it done at the end of the day we ran into to a hot goaltender um and things didn't go our way um so i think you know kind of transitioning is uh really important for us not not sticking sticking fingers pointing at people doing whatever um i think it's it's forgetting that um and you know taking advantage of the new opportunity we have this season you came in off of the COVID year and and things were probably not the greatest when uh for the way the program was at that time having to play in the bubble then you guys go through it you win a national championship then you go a year where you're wearing a target on your back have you seen it all now um i mean yeah i feel like i've seen a lot um i feel like there there's a lot more um for me to learn still um and continue growing and i think that's our biggest thing as a team is continuing growing um you know, I'm not using my experiences from the last two years to help the new guys, um, incoming people, um, new people in our lineup, um, you know, to, to stay to stay up at, at that high standard and, you know, keep winning and, you know, making runs at Penrose's national championships, things like that. Um, I think that's something that, that is what I'm really focused on and something that I can really draw to is these last two years when, going through this year you kind of see both ends of the spectrum you guys have your annual uh pios professional camp where the the guys come back and and you guys get a chance to skate with them and all of a sudden you've got 10 freshmen coming in in this class um are there big differences that you see as a player between the two levels yeah um you know i think coming as a freshman um you know almost everyone has to mature a little bit i think just being out there with the pros um, throughout the summer and at pro camp, you see 
how professional they are, how they take care of their bodies, um, you know, while still having fun at the rink. And I think seeing that, um, it's something that really brings light to how much you grow throughout college and how much you, you continue to grow um, you know, at the start of, start of your pro career. So I think that that's really the biggest thing, the biggest difference between the college and pro level is everyone's, you know, dialed in, everyone's taking care of themselves and it's a job at the end of the day when it comes to the pros and, you know, right now it's it's important, but it's not what you're making a living off of. Um, so I think just seeing that difference between how they take care of themselves and how they do things at the rink, away from the rink, um, is, is the main difference. Okay, so you've had a chance to play in some World Juniors. Now your head coach is going to be coaching a World Junior team. Is he leaning on you for advice yet or what? Um, no, um, you know, if he ever needs any advice, I could always, I could help him. Um, you know, I've been to two world juniors now, but I think coach Carl's going to do a great job with that team. It's a really skilled age group. Um, and it's going to be a really deep team, um, up front and on the back end. So I think he'll be able to do a great job with them and, um, hopefully be able to do something that I haven't been able to do and bring home a gold medal. Okay, you got a couple of Williams now on this roster. So, how difficult is that to put up with those two? Um, it's not too difficult. Um, obviously, should I have been with the last two years? Um, Zeev coming in as an incoming freshman. Um, he brings a lot of energy. He's, uh, he's a fun guy to be around, be in the locker room with. So he, he's awesome. Uh, he's got a lot of skill. He's really shifty. Um, so to have have both them with how good they are. Um, on both sides of the puck, it's it's going to help our decor out a lot. Um, and, you know, Zee's shy's obviously already made an impact the last two years, and Zee's going to be able to do the same thing as an incoming freshman. All right, final one for you. Let's talk about your game, your style, how much you've improved, things that you want to get better at. And uh, no secret, the Avalanche are looking at you every day. They want to know well, what uh, Sean Barron's is going to be as a pro someday. What are you working on? Yeah, I think um, after my freshman year, um, looking back on it, um, I felt like I had some holes in my game and stuff I wanted to improve on um, defensively, um, you know, away from the puck. Um, obviously, I thought I did a good job improving on that last year. Um, but I think for me, it's kind of being able to play that two-way game, um, you know, be able to contribute to the offense while being able to line match in big defensive roles um whatever it may be be being able to play in any situation not being limited or limiting my team where i can't be on the ice um when i need to be um but i think for me it's still continuing to improve those things away from the puck defensively um and then shooting the puck i don't think much has really changed in what i've wanted to work on and i think i've gotten better at those things but it's it's continuing to grow you can always grow and get better and um improve on um, what you're doing Thanks, Sean. Appreciate your time as always. Yep, thank you. All right, Paul Hornstein, you heard it. That's Sean Barians. Barons. <laughs> Barians. Add adding a few syllables to his name. Sean Barons from the University of Denver. Your thoughts? Well, I'm going to be very interested to see um, how uh, how his minutes change. You know, there's Mike Benning. I mean, um, not, uh, you know, the – Kyle Mayhew and Justin Lee are not there anymore. Those guys got a lot of minutes. Okay. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see who they pair him up with. Do, do they do they do they put Sean with a Mike Benning? 
and play the two Williams as a pair? Do they pair up Sean and Shy? I I don't know. Um, I think that'll be one of the interesting storylines for for Denver this year, in terms of you know uh, you know what where they are and 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 how they play it, and you know and I think you know how they uh, assimilate you know all those other guys in there. Although there's not a lot of you know there's a couple of freshmen on the back line besides uh, Zeev. I mean. So we're going to see just how they mold and mesh in front of Matt Davis as um, he gets his chance. So I, I think, um, you know, um, having the, the championship experience and the world junior experience, um, he's ready to go. Yeah, totally agree with you. Uh, he's matured, as I said in the open uh, part of the interview. He's gotten bigger, faster, stronger as have a lot of players, but sometimes you can really see it um, in the maturity levels. And I think Sean Barron's is one that uh, stands out as far as uh, one of the guys that I look at and go like, wow, you went from a man or from a boy to a man very, very quickly. And uh, that goes along with his uh, hockey mind as well. He sees the game very well. He teaches the game very well. And that's what you want from your defenseman. So and, this, and your leaders, no doubt about that. So let's jump over to Colorado College. It's uh, fifth-year senior Logan Will, who's been around and seen it all at Colorado College over his uh, career. Here's Logan Will. Yeah, all right, just talking to your head coach, Chris Maya. Now I got uh, senior forward Logan Will with me. Um, Logan, we were talking about the media poll, and I guess all you guys probably want to punch us, right? Because nobody put you guys where – at least where I thought you belonged. Um, by the way, I did vote you up pretty high, pretty high. But what's it like, and is it a chip on your shoulder, or is Colorado College right now under Coach Chris Mayotte different? That chip on the shoulder doesn't need to be there because you know who you are. I think a little bit of both. Um, you know, I think there are certain guys that, you know, let that affect them more and, and look at that stuff, and certain guys probably couldn't care less. Um, but certainly, you know, we don't want to be picked there, and, it's up to us to prove that we shouldn't be, you know, seventh. And I think that's kind of our mentality moving forward is, you know, how do we prove that uh, we're, we're not at uh, seventh in the, in the conference? Starts with the goaltender, but the rest of this team has really come together. That being said, you lose two really important pieces from last year in Brian Yoon and Hunter McCown, and it doesn't look like you guys missed a beat. It looked like the recruiting class is ready to play. Coach said that you guys talk about how close you are already. Is that is that true? Does it feel that way on the ice already? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think we've gelled really quickly as a group this year. Um, came in early in, in July to, you know, kind of build some of those experiences and ultimately let the freshmen know that, you know, they're here now. Like, there's a reason that we brought them in. We think you're ready. Um, we need you to be ready. And I think a lot of them have embraced that. Um, you know, we got some great players in that class. Um, we did lose Uner, but I think we retained pretty much most of our G core otherwise. Um, and we got to disperse some of that scoring up front, um, missing Hunter. But um, yeah, I think I think uh, the freshmen are, are really looking forward to getting things going. I know they're excited and we're excited. So I hang out at CC a lot, as you probably know. Um, when I'm there and I see the size of the campus and then I see what you guys produce on the ice. And you have uh, Hunter McCowan now to making a mark in the NHL and Brian Yoon getting a shot with the Colorado Eagles. Um, 
what defines Colorado College as a hockey school? Um, you know, I I think we just have a really good history of of, uh, of really good players. I mean, we got a handful of guys in the last ten years that are really good NHL players. Um, and so I think, I mean, as far as recruiting goes, you can you can point to that. You can point to national championships that we've won, Hobies that we've won. Um, but right now, I guess uh, the focus is just getting us back to that national that national prominence. So. New Arena is now, what, three years old. Um, last year, you had a chance to really call it your home for the first time. Ahead again this year. How important is that to team building to know that you can go in Ed Ropes and Arena at any point in time and uh, do your thing? Uh, huge, uh, huge. I, I was mentioning earlier, um, and Barico is, is an absolute stud. He, he is there at so many different hours of the day and when you know the dorm is right across the street and pretty much everything on campus is a five to ten minute walk um yeah we we definitely go in there and maximize our time whether that's you know an extra lift or getting into the the training room for some extra recovery stuff for just hanging out as a team um playing ping pong and stuff like that so certainly uh having the rink on campus is huge for us i don't know if i can leak this now or not but i will because we'll have some fun uh kate's new pads um pretty sparkly pretty hot does it fit him i think so you uh you get a chance to ask him about his yellow crocs okay. yeah he's going with a lot of yellow this year <laughs> okay and your assistant coach peter menino i guess he's got a new name at the uh, nchc office as a swaggy p now because he likes his uh his swag yeah well <laughs> You know, I don't know if it's a running joke or if uh, if the coaches really do buy each other that many pairs of shoes. But um, from the weight room, we got our strength coach uh, getting shoes for each other and, and Nino's getting shoes for guys. And we're kind of sitting on the sidelines wanting to pair ourselves. Um, but no, he, uh, he has a good time with it for sure. Logan, appreciate your time. Good luck this season, okay? That's Logan Will, uh, the senior from Colorado College, giving us a little insight into Caden, uh, the sponge and Barico and uh, Swaggy P as we know him now, Peter Menino. Um, Stop it, Paul, please. I'm begging you. Logan Stop Will. it. He's part of the Colorado College Tigers. I'm, I'm going home. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> you are home. <laughs> oh. God, All stop right. it, please. Your thoughts from Logan. Well, listen, I mean... He's absolutely lying if he says they're not using getting picked seventh in the media poll as as bulletin board material. He's 100% lying. Of course they are. Well, let me let me tell you this. Um, he, of course they are. Co- Coach Mayotte told me um, before that, uh, that Logan, you probably heard it yesterday, that uh, Logan used the word angry about seeing the poll. Um but, but here's the thing. I, I talked to Coach Mayotte off the record. I said, Coach, um, you know, are you guys really, really? I don't want to hear this. It's off the record. I don't want to hear well, it. Well, not, not, okay, not off the record, uh, off mic. How about that? Okay. I, I asked him about that, and he said, you know, we're, we're beyond that point now. We don't need it. You know, some guys may carry the chip, but we don't need the chip. We okay. know who we are. We know okay. how we can play. Um, we gave up 14 goals the last 10 games. Right. Uh, we know we know what we can do, so uh, okay. I think the bottom line is that that's where the Colorado College Tigers no. are going to be. Well, they can be wherever they want, and and and, and 
and I am not. I love the coach, but no, uh, they absolutely are using it. Um, they can sit there and say that they're not, but <laughs> um, and they they should be. They absolutely should be. Okay. I didn't have them as high as you, but I don't wave pom-poms <laughs> either. So, um, but no, of course they should be angry. 100%. Okay. Fair enough. Um, your thoughts on, on the roster and what, what Logan thinks they can perform, even losing Hunter McCown and, and guys like Brian Yoon? Well, listen, this is college let's sports not forget. right here. Yeah, but it's college sports. You're going to lose people. They also lost Matthew Gleason. Right. They also lost Noah Prokop. So there's four uh, integral parts of that team last year that are gone now. Um, right. Did they fill it well enough? Well, we're going to find out, right? But um, Noah Laba's a year better. Uh, hopefully they'll have uh, Varemia for the entire season, one of my two uh underrated players in this conference and they got the sponge so what more do you want who's that caden the sponge in barico i don't know who that is <laughs> i'll tell him that that you don't know who he is <laughs> i know who caden and barico is but i don't know who oh. this guy with the wacky idiotic nickname is what about his yellow crocs oh please you want to see crocs i'll send you the picture i have all of charlie's crocs please <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think they're going to be a uh, a team that's going to need to be reckoned with. I told you before, it's okay. not only the team that they've built, but it's the schedule that they have in front of them, which if there's a team that has a, a schedule that is workable, winnable, it's the Colorado College Tigers because they have the good fortune of uh, playing teams at the right time, in my estimation. Um, they have the advantage of being in the conference, the NCHC. They have the advantage of a nice non-conference schedule in terms of the combination of home games and road games. They have, and even one of their road games is not really a road game. It's a rivalry game, but it's not a road game. They're Three not. of them are not really road games because going to Denver is not really well, that's, a road not, game that's the, But that's conference. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about non-conference. Eh, fair enough. Okay. Um, and we've said it before. Anywhere between three and seven, because uh, you could throw a, 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 a blanket over those teams and they'd all, you know, whoever comes out first, none of them would surprise me. Uh, like I said, wouldn't shock me at all to get six teams in this league in the NCAA tournament this year. All right. Since we got two uh, players left, let's get them done. Then we'll take a break and we'll come back and uh, wrap things up by talking a little bit of CCHA preseason poll. So here we go. Nolan Sullivan, the fifth year senior again from Omaha, been around, seen it all. Here he is. Story of my life, right? <laughs> All right, back at NCHC Media Day, I've got the uh, the grad student from uh, Omaha. I've got Nolan Sullivan with me. Nolan, um, talk a little bit about Omaha hockey because a lot of people, and we just added you guys to our coverage area, and everybody's asking me, what's Omaha got? 
What do they have? What's their style? You've been around a while. Yeah. What's the style? I think we've got more than people think. You know, half the battle with the recruiting process is getting people to Omaha and just seeing how good it is. I think when you think Nebraska, it's easy to be like, oh, that's corn and football. And uh, so once we get recruits there and you see how nice the facilities are, it's it's pretty impressive to be around. And the fan support's amazing too. But I say we're a culture that's built off hard work first and let the skill take over second. Uh, we want to be a team that's hard to play against every night. And, um, you know, we recruit character first and really want good people in our program. And I think it's been impressive to see us continue to grow each year. That uh, skill and hard work starts in your goaltending uh, situation, doesn't it? Your goaltending room. How much does that bleed over to the rest of you guys when you see how talented they are and how hard they work? Yeah, it's, it's very impressive. I think uh, I've been fortunate enough to play with some very good goalies here, too, and, and having Seville my first few years just be a complete stud and having Rodin with him who played some great hockey as well. And uh, to go from that to Simon now and just how, how good he is, how competitive he is, it's uh, it's impressive to watch them steal games at times. And, you know, when you see your goalie sharp, whether it be warm-ups or in games, it's, uh, it's pretty encouraging to the team, and I think you play off that energy that they bring. When you see a preseason poll come out and you go like, do these media people even have a clue? <laughs> but, but anyway, you see them and you go like, this conference is really tough. Does it really mean anything to you at this point? Or are you just looking at the poll at the end of the year? Yeah, honestly, no, it, it doesn't to me. I, I'm not even big on social media to the point where it's, you know, what's it worth? We kind of talk about like you can take that and maybe use it as a chip on your shoulder. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, they're just projections, and obviously we, we outdid what we were supposed to be last year. I think we were projected seventh and ended up third and a point away from second. So for us, it's just really focused on that day-to-day process and getting better and, and challenging each other. And I think if you take care of that day-to-day, it really pays off in the long haul. I think you just answered it. I was going to say, when you guys see something like that, do you get a chip on your shoulder, or is it past that? The NCHC now is not a chip on your shoulder league. It's like everybody can play. Every team is good. It's just go out and, and see where the chips may fall. Yeah, no doubt. I think you just, you, you see where the chips may fall. I think when you look at the you know five teams ranked in front of us, there's a reason why they're respected programs. And so I think it's just uh, credit to our our conference and, and just how talented it is every year that, uh, you know, every night's a battle, no matter if you're playing the team that's ranked eighth in the conference or team ranked one, it's like, you're going to have to show up and play your best game. If you want to take those three points every night. Um, and if you don't do that, you're going to wind up in a, in a tough spot. So, Okay. So you have a conference that's second to none, I think, um, but you play a good non-conference schedule as well. How much, is the importance placed on non-conference versus conference, or is it all the same? It's just a game at a time. Um, how do you guys look at it as players? Yeah, I think uh, you can kind of use that exhibition game to kind of get everything geared up and ready to go. But come conference, you better be ready, because I think we saw how badly it hurt us last year, um, dropping those two games to Niagara. And it wasn't that we weren't prepared or, or didn't play well or, or approaching it differently. But I think uh, even in that same mindset, sometimes it's easy to see a conference game and say, all right, now it's time to lock in compared to some of those out-of-conference games. So I think for us, just preparing the same way uh, each and every game, whether it's out-of-conference, in-conference, is just crucial for success as a whole for our team. Uh, but, yeah, at the end of the day, we got some good teams with Ohio State in the conference. We're going to be going to that Desert Classic. Uh but once again, you know, it's college hockey. If you don't play well, any team can beat you. And so I think we've learned our lesson from last year. We're going to be a lot more prepared heading into this year. All right. You're a grad student. What uh, what have you learned? How has your game progressed? And what do you want to do differently 
this season or what do you want to improve on this season? Because everybody can always get better, correct? Yeah, absolutely. There's always room for improvement. Uh, I think for me, it was getting a little bit faster this summer and just continuing to work on my mobility. Um, I played football in high school and kind of always been the, the strength guy coming in and I love the weight room. But, you know, if you're not mobile enough to, to use that strength to your advantage, I think it's uh, not to your gain then. So I think for me, there's been a big emphasis on being on the ice this summer, really working skill set, skating. Uh, I felt like it's paid off so far in the summer and training camp. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited just to get going here and kind of prove the prove the hard work I've been putting in all summer. All right, final one for you. You have a chance to see some guys that moved on, uh, Taylor Ward, Isaiah Seville, other guys that have left your program and started to make a mark and a career, a living, playing professional hockey. How much does that excite you as a college hockey player and a guy that uh, is trying to do that at the next level too? Yeah, it's really exciting. And I know we've been uh, pretty fortunate having some pro guys around over the summer and whatnot where you can really talk to them about their experience. Uh what they did right and wrong in college, what they would have wanted to improve on. And, and even as a pro career, like, hey, what's the difference between signing that contract and not getting that? Or what are some of those little things that maybe some other guys wouldn't think to do? Uh, so for me, I think you got to use those guys as resources and assets. They want to help. Uh, we've, we've built a culture and a program that really wants to help the next generation uh, have that success. And so a lot of those guys you mentioned are guys I played with and I'm close with, but there's also guys down the road a bit further who will have that same success and, and are willing to help and give advice too. So I think for me, just being a sponge and trying to learn as much. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely exciting gearing into this last season to have the goal of like, hey, I want to be signed with a pro team come April after we've had a great year. So, Nolan, thanks for your time. Good luck this season, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, that's Nolan Sullivan, the fifth-year Grad student coming back to uh, finish out his college days at Omaha. Paul, your thoughts on Nolan? And first of all, could you tell that he's been around a little while? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he's played with enough guys, right? Season number five, right? The the, the extra COVID season. Um, you know, he's played with a lot of guys, a lot of experiences, a lot of different personalities. Um He's got a program coming back that uh, had, a, uh, you know, was on the plus side of the expectations. Um, I, I think the, the the expectations for them are a little higher this year. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, they had the season they had last year. They, the, the goalie's got another year of experience. They've got a very experienced team coming back. You know their their decor is two grads, uh, a junior and a senior with a couple of sophomores thrown in. But you you expect to see um, a lot of these. You know the, the at least at the beginning the experience to 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 get the bulk of the minutes. Um, a, a, a nice mix up front of veteran guys and younger guys. Um, uh, these guys have been through the the mill. Uh, whether they were uh, here the whole time in Omaha or uh, a lot of guys coming in from the Big Ten schools that transferred in the portal, uh, some grad students, et cetera. So, the, I mean, these guys have been in big-time atmospheres, and I don't think, obviously, that the uh, NCHC is going to scare these guys at all. Yeah, totally agree with you. Okay, so that wraps up the NCHC Media Day. Uh, I did get, as I said, over to St. Louis, watch the black and white scrimmage Saturday night at uh, Centene Community Ice Center. And the Lindenwood Lions 
Uh, first time I've had a chance to, to see our NCAA schools this year, Paul, uh, on the ice. So that was kind of a treat to see what uh, what they were doing and uh, how things have progressed. And again, watching uh, ACHA M1 on Friday night, then going to NCAA, there's a difference. There really is. Even if you're playing against uh, your own teammates, there's a difference. So had a chance afterwards to visit with the captain of the Lindenwood Lions, uh, Aiden Yakumchuk. And uh, here's what Aiden had to say. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is College Hockey West Live. We're still doing previews. I'm still at Lindenwood. I just watched a, a black-white scrimmage. Brought the captain in. Uh, Aiden Yakumchuk is with me. Aiden, first of all, welcome in, and how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? How was the summer? How are things around here after one year of NCAA hockey? You know what? Every, every day we're just working on improving our game and um, getting ready for this season. You know, when we looked at your roster last year, we said, holy cow, you got a lot of young guys. You got a lot of young guys on the defensive core. You were one of the guys, you're the vet, you're veteran, you're wearing the C now. Tell me about the leadership role and what it takes to lead a bunch of guys and uh, bring them to the next level. Yeah, so with a bunch of young guys, um, we didn't have a lot of guys leave. So we just grew as a team and we have a lot of the same personnel and we can just keep getting better just uh, continue improving on what we need to work on. It's hard to be an independent team in NCAA hockey, but for you guys, if you don't mind traveling, you got some really good competition. When you look back at last year, how much did you learn from last season on the teams that you played? It's just great playing the best teams because then you learn quickly and you can learn to adapt to the pace of the play. So I, I loved being um, in the independent and playing all these really good teams, but It'd be good to join a conference, too, and be able to play down for the tournament. That was my next question, because you see a lot of teams, and I followed ASU from the very start. That's when I started this company. And with ASU, it, it seemed to me, especially last year, that when the season got to maybe January, second week of January, and the handwriting was kind of on the wall that the, the points weren't going to match up in the pairwise, and it looked like they took a downfall. You guys seem to play right through, and I think it was enthusiasm and all of that that carried through, and I know you guys love playing for the game. But is that getting more and more difficult, do you think, if uh, you're not in a conference and you see the pairwise numbers and you go like, ah, not going to make the tournament? I mean, I get up, well, I guess our whole team gets up for every game. It's, right. just, um, it's great playing high-quality hockey. Every game's a big game. Let's talk about your style. On the ice, I saw positioning tonight. I saw eyes up. I saw a lot of different things. How much have you matured yourself over the years here at Lindenwood? Uh, well, playing all these tough competition and um, players, you learn to just adapt and uh, keeping your head up is a big part of that. You still got to lead this team, though, both on and off the ice. It looks like you're a tight-knit group. Is that what I'm seeing off the ice, too? Yeah, we're a very tight-knit group off the ice, on the ice, and we're just going to keep getting tighter throughout the season. As things grow here in, in Lindenwood in the St. Louis area, are you starting to see a fan base? Are you walk around school now? People are going like, hey, we have an NCAA hockey team here, and uh, they're here to stay? Yeah, of course. Um, we just Being a new D1 team, it's um, we're getting more and more fans, and it's, it's exciting to see what uh, the future has to hold. You've got a coach that's very well experienced. I know he loves to be a player's coach. Um, is he a player's coach? Yeah, he's, he's a player's coach. Yeah. 
give us a give us a little insight on what a practice is like with Rick Zombo because he's very detailed. I know that he spends a lot. I've known him for years. Right? I've known him for thirty years, so I know uh, his steps. But what's a practice like with him, and how much do you take out of a practice that you can use in a game? So the whole practice, um, we just work on one concept at a time, and once we perfect that concept, we move on to the next next concept, and we just keep on building one skill after another. Okay, final one for you. I watched you guys play uh, your first game ever at Minnesota last year. I watched you practice, and I told Coach, when you went on the ice, it looked like a lot of starstruck guys. When you came off the ice after practice, it looked like you guys were an NCAA team. Did it feel that way when, it, when you were finally out there in front of the bright lights and in the big building, Minnesota, everywhere that you need? Did it feel like you guys really changed that much, that quick? Well... Everyone came to play that game. Everyone knew it was a big game, and they brought their best efforts out there, and that's what happened. Aiden, appreciate your time. Good luck this season, okay? Thank you. Okay, Paul, that wasn't really fair that I put uh, Aiden right after Nolan Sullivan because you're talking about a guy like Nolan Sullivan that's been around and seen it all, um, a, lot of, a lot of speaking, a lot of uh, different things. Aiden getting his first run on a second-year team. Uh, as a captain, uh, I know when I asked for him, um, one of the assistant coaches said, oh, yeah, we got to get him. He's got to talk media because we need him to uh, to be able to speak for this program. And uh, so a little bit soft spoken, a little bit careful with his words. But I think he'll open up and I think he'll be just fine. Well, listen, um, you know, they did uh, travel around the college hockey world last year. A lot, a lot of road games. And they knew this going in. You know, nobody, the, the schedule hasn't caught anybody off guard. And they got to do it a lot this year, too. Um, you kind of know what you're getting into when you join an expansion team. All right, but these guys get to all play. Um, they're going to grow together. Um, they were competitive for most of last year. I expect the same this year. Uh, another year or two, uh, especially if they get some more home games, as they should. Um, I expect to see the win totals grow. And that's, you know, basically the steps, right? You build a building, you start on the first floor, then you go to the second floor. and You don't start at, you don't start at the penthouse where you reside, but um, you start, you know, with the first floor or the basement maybe. But um, that's the way it's got to be done. Yep, good stuff. Um, let's do let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up with that. A quick look at that CCHA poll because it, it's um, shocking. <laughs> That's all I'll say. To me, it was shocking. We'll be right back. When you talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award, it speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our People's Choice award-winning barbecue ribs. Or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open seven days a week. You can order online at jessieraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. 
from the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel it towards the goalie. Score. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. This is ITHSW Podcast's College Hockey Coast to Coast from the Summer Skate Studios on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Indeed it is, College Hockey Coast to Coast. Scott Strandy with you tonight from the beautiful Harrah's Resort and Casino in Kansas City, Missouri, as I continue my September trek uh, around the hockey world, specifically the ACHA hockey world, but also stopping and seeing some NCAA teams as well. Speaking of NCAA teams, my co-host out on Long Island, New York, has uh, spotted some things. Um, <laughs> is that how I say it? Did you spot some things in the CCHA poll that came out today, Paul Hornstein? Spotted? I mean, it's there. I mean, what the heck does that mean? I, you know, I mean, geez. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the media poll is a little different than the... Than the uh, the coaches poll. Okay, uh, the coaches poll. Uh, 
and it's not so much the top. Nobody's kind of nobody's shocked that Michigan Tech and Northern Michigan are one two in both these polls. Um, but that's where it kind of uh, goes a little bit different. Uh, you have uh, Bowling Green uh, third in both, but Bemidji four and one, followed by St. Thomas. And Minnesota State, you know, the defending conference champions in the coaches' poll all the way down to sixth. Uh, they're fourth with a first-place vote in the media polls. Now, I don't know, you know, who's, uh, you know, voting for those. You know, they have uh, a total of 11, you know, 16 people voting. Um, you know, uh, they have I, – I can see where they might put St. Thomas in the sixth spot. But one of the coaches gave them a number one. Put me pick them first. What? Come on, guys! Please, please, please. Let's let's let's. Be you want to know which coach that was, don't you? Uh, yeah. Yes. Say yes. Yes. Okay, I feel better now. So anyway, um, <laughs> when I saw it, I was going like, "Yeah, you're right. Michigan Tech, Northern Michigan, probably the top two teams." Um, I don't know, Paul, if uh, three through seven, three through eight is as tight in this conference as the NCHC. It's not. But I think there are some interchangeable parts there. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, all things being equal, um, first of all, Michigan Tech has the best goalie in the league, so that always helps in Blake Pietala. Nice job. Nice job with Pietla name, too. They'll no like problem. that. I'm sure he will. Uh, his brother was voted on the all-conference team to start uh, by the media, too, by the way. Make, uh, make sure you got brothers but... and not cousins, because there's cousins and brothers up there. Yeah, I don't know. I, they're, they're all related. That's all. <laughs> they're all Pietlas. Yeah, they're that? all related. They're all, yeah. Um, I, I, and I don't know who's brothers and who's cousins, but they're all related. So, two family members on the on the all preseason media team. Ah, about nice, that. nice one, nice one. All right, um, which has a lot of Michigan Tech and a lot of Northern Michigan players on there. So, um, you know, the coaches all preseason team has two players from each team and two Bowling Bowling Green players. So, you know, you're gonna sit here and and I'm not shocked that Minnesota State wasn't picked first. I'm kind of surprised they were taking they were picked sixth. Yeah, to be honest. Well, me too. <laughs> Although three, four, and five, and the reason why St. Thomas, uh, I mean Minnesota State, was quote sixth in the preseason coaches poll, is I guess because St. Thomas got a first place vote. So I don't know. Um, that to me is is. Uh, crazy, but what do I know? Uh, we do know that uh, Bowling Green uh, has had some off-ice issues in the last 48 to 72 hours. Um, we don't know what the result of that is going to be. Uh, they have not released the names of the players. Uh, the coach is on administrative leave, so there's no way that that helps. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely so, not. You know, we'll see. Um, that obviously will affect, uh, certainly early in the season, what happens over there. Yep. 
totally agree with that. I thought it was important that we uh, we threw that out there and and uh, got that out. Um, I do have one other thing that just broke here in the last hour. Uh, some really sad news from Warroad and uh, beyond the hockey world. Um, Henry Boucher passed away today. And uh, uh, anybody that knows uh, the work ethic of Henry Boucher and uh, his time in Minnesota and his professional career and his amateur career and the amount of um, time that he put in, everybody knew him as Henry, Paul. Um, extremely humble and uh, yet so talented and such a great leader and confident to a lot of people. I'm just reading a tweet from Kerry Eads, and I think this says it best. And this is just an hour ago. Uh, it says, very sad news. Was always very kind to me during my days in Warroad and afterwards. A very humble man for all of his accomplishments. Was an inspiration to so many. I hope the legend of Henry continues on for generations to come. Condolences to the Boucher, Boucher family. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, especially for northern Minnesota, a small type community like Warroad to lose uh, lose a guy like Henry Boucher. So just want to throw that out there because I just saw it. All right. Um, condolences from all of us here. Um, I'm not familiar with the gentleman, but, you know, I know how tight those small towns are up there. So, Well, you remember, if you remember anything about it, you'll remember him getting a stick in the eye and losing his eyesight in an NHL game. But anyway. Just wanted to throw that out there because I saw it just it just came across um, the X or as you like to say Twitter. Twitter. Um, it's always going to be Twitter. And anyway, I just thought maybe we should uh, we should mention it. So um, I was hard to end on a note like that, but yep. Um, Boucher family, hockey family, we're all thinking about you tonight. Yep. Put the sticks out. All right. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, this has been College Hockey Coast to Coast, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. Buy Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player. Show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. Or behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith in your game at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. The Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with two locations in Tempe and one in Pine Top. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by FedEx, deliveries made easy no matter where you are. The official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. College Hockey Coast to Coast and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or for download on your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing to ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, that's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review and help people find the shows. College Hockey Coast to Coast from the Summer Skate Studios is part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com. Well done, my friend. A big thank you to the NCHC, Michael Weissman, Heather Weems, Sam Keeney, uh, for what they do for uh, hockey, specifically college hockey and the best conference in all of college hockey. And to the player rep, Sean Behrens, uh, Logan Will, 
uh, let's, let's see, Nolan Sullivan, Reese Gaber, and uh, who am I missing? Oh, Aiden the Yak, Yak and Chuck. I get them all. Did I get all five? Sure, I did. I don't. I don't miss him. I don't miss too many. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll say good night with little Roger Klein, the peacemakers. Hello, new day. Good night, everybody. Good night.